Hey everyone, this is Katie with Empowering Astrology, and this is another live look at the astrology of November 9th through 15th, 2020. So we're starting to get towards the middle of November. Hard to believe time is flying. We are getting into sort of the middle of Scorpio season, this time in our zodiac calendar when we dive deep within, when we face ourselves, when we see the deep, dark truth that lies within. Scorpio is a necessary season. It teaches us that all things must end. All things must be reborn. So here we are. Lots going on this week. If you are watching the live feed, do say hello. Tell me where you're watching from. Again, I can't travel. I gotta, gotta travel through you all until I can hop on a plane, um, which is where I would love to be spending my birthday season, uh, maybe at a Parisian cafe or eating pasta in Rome. But sadly, not this time. It's going to be me, Brooklyn, New York. Um, yeah, my birthday is next week. It's on the 17th. Um, we got some time to plan and prepare. Um, until then, um, let me just quickly reintroduce myself. I'm Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And every week we gather to look at the astrology, not just in a, hey, what's going to happen to me way, but how can we work with the astrology? How can we understand what the heavens are asking of us of this, of this time? And it seems like they're asking a lot of us in 2020. So how do we get our human selves in alignment with the astrology? Because I've said it before on other uh, live broadcasts, um, we are 50%, the other 50% is the astrology. So how do we get the two in alignment? So as I was saying, it's Scorpio season, the time when the sun is going through the sign of Scorpio. It's a time for us to take a hard look at things, take a hard look at ourselves, to grow, transform, be vulnerable, be intimate, be open to, to the things that maybe we haven't been open to before. It's a sign of deep, dark secrets and transformation. And as we start this week, we are coming up to the end of the lunar month. It's actually a lunar month that we started back on October 16th. So that was October 16th was a Libra new moon. So even though we are in Scorpio season, we're still, you know, one foot and Libra, Libra, sign of relationships, partnerships, connections, socialization, a sign of creating balance and equity in life. And as I record this, uh, Mercury is at the very last degree of Libra. You know, Mercury, if you remember, it dipped back into Libra during its retrograde phase. Um, it went back into Libra on October 27th. So that was telling all of us that something that was crucial about this Mercury retrograde phase, which is about relationships, Libra, connection, being able to talk about things. Um, Mercury started its retrograde in Scorpio. It went into Scorpio uh, in September. So how do we open up and talk about the things that make us uncomfortable, the secrets, the things that we've been hiding from ourselves, hiding from others? Mercury in Scorpio is the bit of the investigator. It's the occultist. It has a very sharp eye, very sharp 
intuition. So during this whole Mercury retrograde phase, it's been about getting to the bottom of things, the bottom of things in our lives. And then Mercury went back into Libra on, uh, I believe it was October 27th. And from October 27th till today, um, we've because Mercury, it's in a sticky place in the sky. While it's in Libra, it's having a conversation with Mars and Aries. It's having a conversation with Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter and Capricorn. These are not easy conversations. This is you know, really touching on the astrology that's been prevalent for most of 2020 because we've had three planets and Capricorn. Um, we've had Jupiter, we've had Pluto, we've had Saturn. So there's been a lot of things going on in the sign of structures, the structure of our life. What was our life built on? How do we organize things? How do we do things? The title after our name, our ambition, the structure of our world. And we've seen our own structures throughout the last 11 months that have not, uh, let's say they're not strong enough to support us into the next phase of our lives. So we've had to do a lot of tearing down, a lot of rebuilding. So with Mercury today, November 9th, at the very last degree of Libra, a place that it was on September 26th, October 27th, where is this restructuring, how does this connect to relationships? How do we have to grow and evolve how we connect, how we speak to one another, how we create equity and stability in our lives? So tomorrow, November 10th, Mercury goes back into Scorpio, a sign that it was in back in October, September. And it's we're coming to the end of what's called the retrograde shadow. Um, it still means that there's a story that's playing out from October, um, but we have to get a fresh pair of eyes. Again, Mercury in Scorpio is the investigator. It's It has these sharp eyes. It sees right through things. It has x-ray vision. Our conversations, Mercury, might be very blunt. It might be very open, honest, brutal. There's no sugarcoating things with Mercury and Scorpio. There was with Mercury and Libra. Let's try to figure out something that works for everybody. Let's kind of carve a conciliatory tone. Mercury and Scorpio is not very conciliatory. It sort of states the honest truth. And with Mercury and Scorpio, it will be making an opposition to Uranus. So that truth might shake us up. That truth might shake how we see things, might shake how we see ourselves. You know, there's a lot going on this week, astrologically. It's not just the end of this lunar month that began on October 16th. It's the preparation of a new lunar month that will begin on November 15th. But Mars turns direct on November 13th. And if you recall, Mars turned retrograde on September 9th. So Mars, it's been in an Aries since the end of June, end of June 2020. Really interestingly enough, because of the retrograde, Mars is going to spend six months in Aries. It doesn't go into Taurus until January 6, 2021. It is very uncommon for Mars to spend this much time in Aries. 
Sometimes with a retrograde, you'll, it'll go back and forth between two signs, but it's a long time in Aries. And Mars is strong in Aries. We would say in astrology, Mars is ruled by Aries. And Mars has a lot of strength in Aries. It has a lot of fire, passion. You know, Mars is like the, the gas of the of the puts you know cast in the, the tank so to speak so we had a lot of energy going throughout the summer and then mars turned retrograde on september 9th and it turned retrograde somewhere in your chart depending on where aries is in your astrology chart and it sort of said to you it said to everybody we have to do mars differently because that's what a retrograde phase is all about we have to do our anger differently. We have to do our willpower differently. We have to do our aggression differently. Mars is not a bad planet. I mean, every planet has a, a, a side that helps and a side that does not help. And Mars's positive side is bravery and courage. It's the the drive and the fortitude to to move forward to to leave a terrible situation to go after what you want to build and climb and make something of yourself and this world but there's the other side of mars it's the part of us that gets angry it's a part of us that wants to you know we get frustrated we want to scream our heads off we want to we want to it's competitive it, you know the competition is necessarily a bad thing it wants to destroy especially when mars is in the other sign that it rules scorpio and a lot of us we can be afraid of our anger we can be really cut off from that anger and that anger is kind of located someplace very deep and our bodies, and maybe you got angry during Mars retrograde. Maybe you're like, where is this coming from? Because the retrograde was exposing something that was previously suppressed, cut off, disassociated, buried. So it's important this week that you go back and you look at what's what's been the, the lesson? What's been the thread since September 9th about Mars? competition, action, aggression, um, motivation, drive, power, courage, bravery. Where has that shown up in your life? How have you, at least this was the idea, done things differently? Because for some of you, you're used to kind of going along at one speed and one um, drive. And Mars was like, nope, we have to change gears. We have to do it from a different way. So that's what retrogrades do. They give us an opportunity and sometimes push us to do so, um, to have a new consciousness of how we use the archetype of that planet. But we need Mars. Without Mars, there is there's no there's no drive, there's no gas in the car, so to speak. There's no passion. There's nothing that really pulls us forward in the astrology. So if you've been trying to make things happen this autumn um, or summer or spring, if you are in the southern hemisphere, maybe it's been hard to get things going because we've had Mars, the planet forward movement and action, going backwards. So this week, pay attention to your Mars. Mars, for example, was someplace in the sky when you were born. It was in some sign of the zodiac. That's how you live. That's how you incarnate 
all this Mars energy. Maybe you suddenly are feeling very angry this week, or maybe you're feeling impatient, or maybe you're feeling really, um, you're like, like kind of waiting for that moment that you can just kind of rush out the gate, come Mars direct on November 13th. When it turns direct in Aries, and I have a little bit of concern about this just because it has a lot of strength in Aries, Mars is going to start to move forward in a part of the sky where it's just going to like ping off of Pluto, ping off of Jupiter and Saturn, although that does go into the end of the year. It's going to kind of ping off of some other things, Venus, Mercury. So we might be a little temperamental this week. We might be a little hot-headed. I mean, maybe it's a good thing that we're coming to the end of a lunar month this week because when we get to the end of a lunar month, it means that things are downshifting. We are downshifting. We're preparing for the next um, the next lunar month. We're wrapping up these lessons that we had to learn about relationships, connections, socialization, qu- creating more stability and equity in our life. Um, this week, also, Jupiter makes its final conjunction to Pluto on November 12th. Um, if you are a Sagittarius or a Pisces, for example, you are what are called Jupiter-ruled signs, maybe you have felt 2020 very intensely because your planet, Jupiter, has been in a little bit of a sandwich with Saturn and Pluto. So the pressure has been on for Sagittarius and Pisces to really do a lot of deep transformation work. For Sagittarius, for example, it was around money, value, worth. For Pisces, it was about community, friendships, social connection, the future, goals, kind of looking ahead and your hopes and your dreams. So these two signs were really getting a lot of pressure over this year. For the rest of us, Jupiter compounded an area of our life that has been has seen a lot of intense work since 2008. I know that you all that listen to me regularly know that I've been talking a lot about 2008 and how the astrology of 2020 has a direct thread to 2008. It was sort of bringing to the to a forefront um, all the seeds and all the themes and all the things that we've been working on over the last. 12, almost 13 years at this point. So Jupiter sort of, especially with Saturn also in Capricorn, there's a particular area of your chart. Um, If you go to my website, empoweringastrology.com, I have an article, it's called Saturn and Capricorn sign by sign. It will tell you exactly the area of your life that's needed some hard work over the past, not just year, but the past two years, three years, and quite possibly even the last 12 years. So Jupiter joining up with Pluto, it really touches on these bigger themes. So it's, you know, Jupiter is kind of a big planet. It's literally, it's it's actually, you know, astronomy lesson. It's so big. How big is Jupiter? It's so big that it acts as a deflection for um, asteroids and comets entering the orbit of Earth. It sort of creates a shield um, because it's so big that it has a magnetic um, you know, gravitational pull. Anyway, astronomy lesson over. But Jupiter talks about 
big things. It talks about faith, truth, meaning, how we see the world, how we see ourselves in the world, um, education, you know, our, how we you know, get educated as individuals. So Jupiter conjunct Pluto, unless you're a Sagittarius or, uh, or Pisces, or maybe even a Gemini, or uh, what's the other sign? Virgo. You're not going to feel it so much on a personal level. It's this, these themes that talk about these, these bigger things in our life, these bigger things around structure, around what do we believe in? What is our lives built on? What direction we're going? I mean, this is not like what I had to eat for lunch. This is bigger existential stuff. As a result, this is bigger existential questions we're asking ourselves this week. This is us taking a microscope or examining our lives. And Jupiter conjunct Pluto, it's the last. Um, we had one on, I think it was April 4th, um, the end of June of this year, we had Jupiter conjunct Pluto. Historically, this is not my area of expertise, but other astrologers have shown me that Jupiter and Pluto together, um, especially in the cardinal signs, cardinal signs are Cancer, Libra, um, Capricorn and Aries um, has coincided with pandemics. So there might just FYI, there might be another sort of thread in this ongoing thing about the pandemic this week because Jupiter and, and Pluto have coincided with that, not just this year, but also historically. Um, Jupiter, by the way, will leave Capricorn um, in December. Saturn leaves Capricorn in December. So there's going to be some big shifts on the horizon. Um, Saturn will go back into Aquarius on December 17th. And what I've been saying to everybody, I'm just saying like we got right now five weeks left of Saturn and Capricorn. Saturn will not be in Capricorn for another 30 years. When Saturn does eventually return to Capricorn, um, we'll all be holograms by then. Um, Pluto will not be in Capricorn. The thing that's really made this past three years a bit difficult is because Pluto was also in Capricorn. The last time Pluto and Capricorn were together in the sky um, was 1518. So it's been a while since those two planets were together in Capricorn. So it's a rare, you know, it's rare astrology. Um, so as we go into, you know, kind of jumping ahead to December, we also have eclipses. We're, by the, yeah, by the way, we are, was it three weeks away from a lunar eclipse? So life's a little bit interesting at the moment. When, when we are on the cusp of eclipses, we have a sense that the one act is ending, the curtain is about to come down, and the curtain is going to come up on the next act. Not to get too far ahead of myself, um, so on November 15th, we have a Scorpio new moon. Um, this says that even though we are starting to round our way out of Scorpio season, um, Yes, too bad. Well, not quite at my birthday yet, but we still going into December, we're going to have one foot in Scorpio. So one foot in a lunar month that teaches us about rebirth, about endings, about death, about the veil being very thin, mediumship, uh, intuition, psychic activity, um, connecting with spirits, connecting with the astral realm. Um, 
Scorpio is also money, power, wealth, benefits, legacies. So these are themes that are going to wind their way into the coming weeks as we go into December. Um, this Scorpio moon, uh, Mars will be direct in Aries, so it's probably not going to be a sleepy Scorpio new moon. It's probably going to press some buttons. And that Scorpio new moon also opens a lunar month that will be punctuated by a lunar eclipse. So again, the stage of life is readying for its next act. Pay attention to what's, what do you feel that you're on the cusp of this week, this month? What, what's coming in? What's coming out? What actors are leaving the stage? What actors are coming in? How is the narrative changing? Because these eclipses are going into Sagittarius and Gemini. The lunar eclipse on November 30th is in Gemini. And I talked about this last week. I was like, hey guys, we'll just, you know, so you know, almost eclipse season. Um, and I did talk about where these eclipses will be. Um, but when we know there's going to be an eclipse, it's because the new or the full moon are very close to what are called the lunar nodes. And the lunar nodes in astrology are really important. And I was having this conversation with a very good friend of mine yesterday. She's like, Katie, you never tell me about these things. Like, I didn't know there were lunar nodes. And I was like, we've had this conversation. I've told you about the lunar nodes. I've told you about your lunar nodes. When we were born, the lunar nodes were someplace in our chart. And you want to know one of the things to look at in your astrological chart to talk about where is this all headed? What is the meaning of life? What's the story arc? Look at your lunar nodes. Right now, the lunar nodes are the north nodes in Gemini, south nodes in Sagittarius. We are collectively moving towards Gemini, leaving Sagittarius behind, leaving behind maybe thinking we have it all figured out and moving towards a sign that's about curiosity, new perspective, new ideas, going back to school, lessons, information, choices. So this is something that even this week, even next week, we're going to feel it. You know, Gemini and Sagittarius are the signs of broadcast, information, uh, travel, education. These are also themes that we're going to be working through as we go into December. So this new moon, and, and I'll go around uh, the zodiac, um, this new moon, you know, what will it activate for you? If you're an Aries, Scorpio is what's called your eighth sign. So this is, in a way, like a very Scorpio time for you. It's time for looking deep within, looking deep within yourself, seeing what you're not looking at. It's psychological, it's looking um, at your deeper material, rebirth, transformation, uh, money, power, um, intimacy, sex, vulnerability. Um, Mars, and Mars is your planet, and Mars is in Aries right now. I mean, this might really, you know, kind of come back to you. Do you feel safe? Do you feel like you are the leader, the boss? of your life. Maybe you have to really have this moment where you look at yourself and that really transforms how you take action, how you move forward. Taurus, Scorpio is your relationship sign. So when you have a new moon in your relationship sign, you're entering a four-week period that's talking about new relationship, rena relationship renewal, a uh, new 
themes, you know, new people coming into your life. Um, if you're in a you know, intimate partnership already, there's something about you and your partner that's very highlighted going into the coming four weeks. If you're not in an intimate partnership, it's a very social time and maybe a new partnership does begin during this time. Um, Mars is sort of in a part of your chart that's, you know, kind of a blind spot. It's the unconscious. So if it's about relationships, but it's also about what are you not seeing? What is what is all this kind of inner work you've been doing over the last four weeks or not four weeks, you know, since September, so two months. So there might be something with relationships, but it might even touch on a theme or a story that's been playing out over the second half of 2020. Um, Gemini, so this new moon is in your sign of health and wellness. How do you take care of yourself? How do you, you know, brush your teeth? How do you organize your day? What's your work look like? So it's a time to renew your connection with day-to-day life mundane life, getting organized, getting on schedule, cleaning out, maybe going very scorpionic and cleaning things out in your life. Um, So you might be looking at the foods you eat, uh, the exercise you do, um, any sort of, because Scorpio, because it is Scorpio, talks about the shadow, any sort of negative attachments or addictions that you have, um, with Mars pointing back towards Aries, which is your sign of community and groups and friends and social networks, this might talk about, well, what are you, what's your relationship with your friends? Is it equitable? Is it clean? Do you need, is it, or is there toxic friendships that you need to let go of? Or is there power dynamics that are playing out in a friendship or a community that has to be transformed? Because Scorpio needs to transform. And this new moon, by the way, you know, Mars is making some pretty hefty uh, connections to Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter. But you know, the sun is making a sextile to Jupiter and Pluto. So I think that that even though this new moon that's coming up is pushing some buttons as we go into the next lunar month, it's there are some silver linings. I mean, I say this as a Scorpio, like if you really, you know, take that transformation by the horns, so to speak, and really let use this time to to get rid of things or to end an addiction or to end something that's toxic or a toxic relationship, it can be a really powerful time. And so the sextile to Jupiter and Pluto is that the work that we do, there are some hidden benefits to it. There are some silver lining, there's some opportunities. Um, cancer. So this new moon is about you in a way, but it's about how do you express who you are, your identity, your persona, your personality? Um, how do you have the the power and the courage to be you? Um, it's a, a new moon that's very much about your talents and how you express those talents with Mars and Aries, which is Cancer's career sign or the part of Aries or cancer's chart that's very public how do you take your talents and put them out there in the world so if you're cancer or cancer rising by the way you can listen to your rising sign as well um how do you kind of 
put yourself the most you know vibrant um powerful the essence of who you are and you put it out there into your professional life you put it out there into the world so there might be this link between you and your creativity and your creative talents and your professional life going into into december um leo so scorpio forms the base of your chart so it's like the base of your astrology so it's about roots it's about foundation it's about where you live the people in your house the your household the you know what's going on in the house so classic astrology is there is a new moon in this part of your chart there's a change in the household there's a change in your living situation so there's a move or something comes into your house or something leaves your house somebody moves out somebody moves in maybe you know it's a new child sometimes the new moon in this part can coincide with pregnancies and the arrival of of new uh new family members into our lives um but it's a time when you need to renew your home environment so even if you're staying put and even if it's just you how do you focus on your nest how do you focus on how do you get your living situation exactly as you need it and maybe you need to do a purge in the home scorpio just loves to purge mars is up in what's called your ninth sign so maybe you have to get a new perspective maybe you need to look at how your your beliefs and how you see the world has a direct correlation with your home environment um and how do you transform your beliefs how, how do you transform your personal philosophies and faith um but again this new moon is what's called angular it can kind of speak to changes in the home changes in living situation and um, maybe for some there could be a move far away or a move abroad um virgo so this part of your chart is about your voice it's about ideas information learning communication um people hearing you and so the coming four weeks with this new moon like you might have something to say you might have something to say that's very powerful i mean mercury will also be in scorpio at the time of this new moon um it's a busy new moon whenever there's a new moon in this part of your astrology chart you've got places to go you've got appointments you're running around the neighborhood maybe you're hopping in the car or train to take a short trip safely of course um but this is a time of really focusing on your mind ideas information classes learning and mars is pointing over to what's called your eighth sign so hidden information occult information secrets lies you know what are the things that are sort of tumbling out right now for you virgo or how do you have really uncomfortable conversations about the things that normally we don't want to open up about but maybe in this case of the new moon it's very necessary so that you can have a deeper connection with somebody libra so scorpio is your money sign so this is a new moon of renewed focus on how you earn a living the money you make the money in your bank um your sense of value worth material needs material stability so this new moon gives you a you know new push to get your material house 
an order. Maybe you're purchasing things, maybe you're collaborating with a partner, um, maybe you are working with somebody to bring in more income or create more material stability in your life. You know, this does include resources, so it doesn't have to be about making money. It can also just be gathering what you need. I mean, this part of the chart is very security focused. Do I have enough? You know, food in the kitchen, money in the bank. Um, do I feel that there's solid ground beneath my feet? Um, there might be big purchases. You know, maybe you're making a big purchase with a partner. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a romantic partner as well. But it is about your material life and also even your self-worth and self-worth and how that influences relationships. Um, Scorpio, happy birthday, Scorpio. Um, if your new moon, if your birthday is on the new moon plus or minus a day or so so if your birthday is on the 15th plus or minus a day or so the coming year is about new beginnings powerful new beginnings but maybe new beginnings where you have to change something i mean i will say that scorpio um this is coming up a lot in my client work Uranus is in Taurus. It'll be in Taurus for five more years. It is opposing Scorpio. It's opposing all of Scorpio's planets. If you've got a lot of planets in Scorpio, you are having what's called Uranus opposition for, for the last two years, for the next five years. So the tectonic plates of your life are shifting right now, Scorpio. And even though this new moon does not touch directly on Uranus, it's still a part of the story. The full moon we had in Taurus two weeks ago was actually conjoined Uranus. So there's something that's shaking up. There's something that's shifting in your life right now about relationships. That said, new moons, and it doesn't matter if you're born around the time, if, if your birthday is around the time of the new moon or if you already had your birthday, but this is you know kind of Scorpio's time for renewal, you know, really kind of mapping out, strategizing, planning the coming coming year. I was going to say as much as one can these days because, you know, going into 2020, we're like, yeah, sure, great. But now it's just, you know, how can you plan? Just plan the, plan the best you can. I mean, the thing about being a Scorpio is that you always have about, like, you're trying to, like, out chess play life. And that's... There's a there's pluses and minuses to that. The minus is that you're kind of a crazy lunatic, but I say that I'm a Scorpio. But the plus is that, you know, I mean, as you go into the new year, you're kind of thinking about different strategies for different scenarios. But Scorpio, you know, maybe you can use this new moon to chill a little bit. You know, your planet, Mars, is finally out of retrograde, so maybe you're, you're not going to be chill. Maybe you're finally going to have a lot of uh, energy and drive. Um, Mars is in the part of your chart that talks about how you take care of your body, how you take care of your daily life, health, wellness. So if you've been very health focused and health conscious over the past two, three, four, five months, um, something sort of comes forward with Mars direct. Um, Scorpio, you have a little bit of a reputation for being a workaholic. So I think maybe you learned your lesson during Mars retrograde to take a break or two, but you're probably not going to take a break once Mars turns direct, and especially once Mars makes that square to Pluto going into later into November. Um, but happy birthday, Scorpio. Time for a new chapter. Sagittarius. 
Scorpio forms the last sign of your chart. So when you reach a Scorpio or Scorpio season, you're coming to the end of your personal calendar. So this is a time when it's about letting go. It's about coming to the end of a 11 month, 12 month story. We all know that it's been a crazy past 11, 12 months. So where have you been? Where have you gone? Where have you not gone? Because nobody's really going anywhere right now. Um, what have you learned? Because Sagittarius, you are a sign that's very driven and motivated by wisdom and learning and looking on the bright side, despite everything that's happened. So the next four weeks, you might feel a little lower on energy because um, it's just a, a time that's just meant for you to rest and renew that said mars is definitely not resting in aries it's in what's called your fifth sign so you're gonna have a, potentially uh, ironically a lot of energy a lot of drive a lot of creative energy so maybe as you rest and you prepare for your coming birthday season and the coming new personal year which by the way sagittarius you're gonna have a uh, sagittarius solar eclipse on december 14th so your season has it's has an eclipse in it so it's gonna be a, new, a time of change for you anyway sagittarius but um, maybe you use this this in-between phase to clear some space to clear the decks to get a lot of creative ideas that you can then implement once the sun goes into Sagittarius on November 21st. Um, Capricorn. So Scorpio is your sign of friends, community, uh, society, social networks, uh, future looking ahead. So this is a full moon where you're starting to arc towards the end of your personal calendar and in preparation for your own birthday season, which is not that far away. Um, so this is very much a time to look back, to strategize, to think about your goals, your goals for 2021. Yes, Capricorn, you're very goal oriented sign um it's also about renewing friendships and if scorpio is involved maybe you need to take a hard look at some friendships you know what's which ones are supporting you which ones are not who who's toxic who's actually you can trust who's got your back it's been a really hard year capricorn um saturn will finally get out of capricorn on december 17th so you might feel some of the intense pressure start to subside as you go into december but in the meantime you want to make sure you have all your allies um around you and you know exactly who you can trust and exactly you can't and with mars pointing down to the bottom of your chart you know this is about friends but this is about like your inner circle your inner sanctum the, the friends that are like family the people that you trust completely so you're sort of making sure you have your base really secured right now capricorn um aquarius so scorpio is your career sign so this new moon is a natural time for you to renew your professional direction your professional ambitions it's time for maybe a job change title change change in direction change in professional direction um mars your career planet has been retrograde since uh september so maybe it's been hard to really move forward in your professional life the way that you've wanted to 
Maybe you've been working on a lot of projects for the last half year, uh, maybe things have stalled, or maybe you've just had to get a lot of new perspectives, but this new moon might finally give you the forward movement. Maybe you're doing some teaching, maybe you're taking some classes for your professional development, maybe you're developing course materials, or maybe doing a lot of public speaking, or maybe you just have something public to say. Um, so this is a time when you just might see some natural changes in your professional direction or natural changes in the story um, of your professional life. And this is just that time of the year when the sun and the moon are sort of coming through that part of your chart. Um, lastly, Pisces. So Pisces uh, Scorpio is your sign of faith, truth, meaning long distance travel if you can do it. Um, it's also a, a sign that's really pushing you out into the world to figure out what you believe in, convictions, a sense of mission, a sense of standing up for what you believe in. Um, Mars is down in your money sign of Aries. So there's a sense of value. Like how do your, how does your philosophy, how does your faith line up with your values? So there's a need, there's a sense of, um, you know, am I, am I, am I safe to be able to express myself or go out in the world or express what I believe in. Um, but there's a sense of needing to kind of create more material stability so that you can sort of go out into the world and share yourself. Um, so there you go. That's the upcoming Scorpio new moon on November 15th through each of the 12 signs. You can also, of course, look at that from the perspective of your rising sign, the question that I get again and again is what what do I read for? Well, you read for both. And unless you're born at sunrise, you have a rising sign that's more than likely very different than your sun sign and you read for both. You synthesize for both and you sort of have these parallel experiences. And sometimes these experiences contradict each other. But yes, this was about the Scorpio new moon. It's going to be at 23 degrees of Scorpio on November 15th um, at 12.07 a.m. New York time. That will be 9.07 p.m. in Los Angeles on the 14th of November, uh, 9.07 um, Look, 5.07 a.m. in London on November 15th, 4.07 p.m. in Sydney, and then 6.07 p.m. in Auckland also on November 15th. Um, like I said, lots going on this week. Um, I always enjoy sharing this time with you every Monday to have a live look at the astrology. Um, thanks for checking in. Thanks for your comments. Thanks for those that were watching on the live broadcast. Um, of course, those that do listen to the replay, um, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube or IGTV and my Instagram, um, or even listening on Spotify. Yes, you can listen to this as a podcast. But um, this has been your live look at the astrology for November 9th through 15th, 2020. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And you can follow me on Empowering Astrology on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube. Uh, you can go to empoweringastrology.com. I do put all my content there as well, or even book a session with me, empoweringastrology.com slash 
booking. Uh, I know many of you that watch the live are indeed my clients and I do love working with you all because it is my goal to use astrology as a tool so you can see hopefully what your highest potential is and how do we align again our human self so our 50% with the astrology which is the other 50%. So again thank you very much be well be safe and I will see you all next week. Bye.